Hey guys, Maria Menunos here. Before your favorite TV after show begins, we want to let you know about my new show on Sirius XM Stars Channel 109. It's called Conversations with Maria, and it's live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. Go to conversationswithmaria.com for more info. Buzz you later. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Buzzers. We're here doing another uh, AfterBuzz TV after show for MTV's Teen Wolf Season 5, Episode 15, Amplification. I'm your host, Kristen Elizabeth Snyder. You can follow me at Cinematic Escape. You can follow AfterBuzz TV at AfterBuzz TV. Joining me, Courtney Tezano. Oh, hey guys, keep in touch with me at Tezano's on Twitter and Instagram. I'm reading your comments tonight, so use that hashtag ABTBTeenWolf. Elena Jordan. Hello, you can find me on Twitter at Elena Jordan and on Instagram at that Elena Jordan girl. And we also got the live chat going, so chat us up. And Ryan Mallory. Hey everybody, it's Ryan Mallory here. You know where to find me. Please check us out, yes, in the live chat, AfterBuzz, or YouTube.com slash TV on the YouTube channel. Give us a thumbs up if you like what you see, and tonight I feel like you might, because we have a special guest here with us tonight. Christine, why don't you introduce our special guest? Yes, she plays Meredith. Please welcome Maya Eschette. Woo! Or Maya Eschette, as the the people from Israel would call you. Is that that where you're from? Wonderful. Yes. Eschette, from Israel. Mm. When (laughs) When did you come here to America? Uh, I came here, what was it, seven years ago, I think? Seven years wow. ago. That's when I came to LA. So you've been in LA longer than, longer than all of us, probably, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Three years? Yeah, Three that's all you made. Yeah. Well, thank you wow, so much welcome. for being here tonight. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and if you guys want to call in and ask Maya a question, please call us at 424-253-0749. Again, if you didn't have a pen that time, it's 424-253-0749. I listen to radio shows and they're always like, call now, win $1,000, here's and, the and number. And you're the person that calls. Well, right? I do if they say it twice. <laughs> hey, I, I've been in the top 20, you know, so I'm getting there. Yeah, that's pretty close. I wanted to call many times, but I'm always driving, and it's like, oh, yeah. 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 Before we get into this episode, I'm going to read a couple of these comments, because someone was kind of spot on from last week. So someone said that Lydia is going to be the maid of Beacon Hills, and we all kind of were like, aha, when that was The said. maid of the Jevoudan. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> you love it. Yeah. You say it right. Someone else said that you should only say the yes. word because the rest and of the us rest don't know how to say la <laughs> It's such a fun word to say, je vous don. Oh, I'm not even it. French, but it makes me feel French. I love it. Look at you. Well, oh, I fancy. would agree with, what was her name, Kendra? Kendra. Because after we've seen Meredith's character train Lydia, now she can focus that scream and everyone... Wants her to be part of their pack now. Theo's after her. Scott's coming back for her. So it seems like, you know, they think that she is the answer to fighting La Beast. <laughs> she does La have a, a secret, a secret weapon that she's been learning how to harness in her own dreams. Where Meredith 
your character has been training her. Yes. And you know firsthand what it's like to have a voice like that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Honestly, Here we go. No. I was going to say, you, you, <laughs> you got to scream for us this is over. You were terrifying in the show. Well, Very lovely you. in person, I gotta say. Oh, no, yes. Still kind of intimidating because you are really cute. But uh, what was it like being just just played up as just like a horrifying, terrifying creature? Person? I love it. I love it. You know, because it's so far away from reality, and it gives you so much freedom to kind of just do whatever you want and go really big. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm, I really enjoy it. Did you practice your screams? Yes, that's what I want to know. <laughs> no, and. Uh, Actually, with today's technology, we could be amplified and uh, changed and stuff like that. So we don't have to ruin our voice. Amplification? Ah. Yeah, full circle. I love it. <laughs> That's awesome. So you're basically saying that uh, the... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. IMT Pain app. Uh, Stop use, it. Uh, I don't know what that means, but sure. <laughs> no, no, is, that, is that so 2000 and late? I'm the, sorry. I, I, I used the Drake, okay, that was one Drake keyboard, personally. But yeah. T-Pain has been upgraded to Drake now. Pretty oh, much. That auto-tune life. Okay, we're going completely Back to our shout-outs. <laughs> uh, another shout-out from this week was from Naruto. Um, I really butchered that. I'm sorry. Um, I think Scott and Liam will fight Deucalion. Now, we didn't see him fight Deucalion, but we did see them fight today, so I'm I was loving that. I love the whole episode. Or actually, he got beat down, Liam. Yeah. I have something exciting to mention. Gideon Emery, who plays Deucalion, will be joining us for episode nine. Yay. Yay. Nineteen, episode nineteen. 19. <laughs> you just keep reeling them in. Drumming. Oh, and uh, Lyndon and Susan will be with us next week. So stay tuned. All right. <laughs> One more shout out. We have James Jordan who tweeted us yeah. a few million times on Twitter, which we, we love. love you. Uh, he Mr. wanted to talk Jordan. about Beast Mode and how that really brought the pack together this episode. So that'll Beast Mode. Help us get into the episode. <laughs> I thought for me, guys, that was the best part of the episode when Scott roars and you his see alpha all of his pack's eyes light up. I just, yeah. I felt, I felt the pack reunited. Yeah. I felt like we were the go team again, and I was excited to fight off these enemies. And I felt like they finally can, because even Scott has sort of been weak this season. And mm-hmm. so seeing him turn into the true alpha and assemble his pack, like, I was like, yes, yeah. I'm ready now, let's go. Right, it's I about do. time. Right. I do hey. have to say, I thought it was hilarious that there were four security guards on Scott and one on Liam. I was Aww. like, oh, come on, Liam. Like, Scott's fighting they off four of these guys tell. right now. Hmm. <laughs> hey, Zach, do we still have that caller coming in? Uh, no, they dropped out. Oh, but, uh, man. We'll oh, call back guys. Guys. Sorry, guys. I totally missed that. That was my fault. But the number again is 424 Send your hate mail to at Cinematic Escape. Don't do that. I gotta say <laughs> that. I really did love the episode from beginning to end, just because of the momentum momentum it had. 
Uh, they started off kind of like a Ocean's Eleven, you know, type like infiltration plan to get yeah. into Eichen House, and uh, they just kept the momentum throughout. It was an awesome episode, and we do have a the Eichen Eleven. Caller, what's your name? Where are you from? Hi, guys. My name is Johan. What's going on, guys? Hey! hey. Johan! We you love Johan. Yes. He, he gives us Twitter love. Johan, did you have a what's question up? for Maya? Um, I actually had a question for everybody. Okay. Wonderful. Okay. okay. All right. Yes, yes. Um, um, what do you... What... The relationship between Lydia and, um, uh, uh, mm, Styles? Styles. Styles or Meredith? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah. Okay. What do you think maybe sometime down the road Lydia might start controlling the past, maybe? I mean, I don't, I'm, uh, that could be a possibility. Now, interesting, That's a good interesting, one. interesting word choice. You say controlling the pack. Um, I think every season you have a new character kind of shining through. Mm-hmm. I think Lydia is going to be one of those characters this season that really is crucial for the pack's success, and she will take control of the situation. As far as the control of the pack, um, I think that still I mean, ends up in Scott's, Scott's hands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've seen crazy, crazier things happen before. So true. I, yeah. <laughs> And she does have a hole in her head right now, doesn't she? She does. Anything can happen. <laughs> oh my gosh, that preview. So, it's it's going to be interesting to see, and uh, we'll see what happens. Yes, yeah. we will. Yep. Yes. I am super excited, and you know, Lydia could take control at least of this season, thanks to Meredith yeah. showing her the what, what? badass street yeah. moves well, that she did. Well, in a way, she did bring the pack together. Mm-hmm. They all had to come together to save her without her even really interfering. They just, just her situation brought them together. So in a way, she did take control. Yeah, I agree with I that. Very good Great point. question, Johan. Thanks so Thank much for so calling much. in. Thanks, Johan. No problem, guys. Have a good night. You, you too. too. We'll see you out there on the interwebs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Let's go ahead and get into the episode. Yes. So, The Beast. We start out and Styles and Scott are chasing him down. Styles gets on the radio. I thought that was... <laughs> that was yeah. my favorite part. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I love that part. <laughs> 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 He's just over. I wrote down the beast is loose because that's how I felt when this episode opened up. I mean, mm-hmm. come on. Everyone was on this high speed chase to get this yeah. beast. They don't even know what it is. Didn't it look kind of like the Cheshire cat if it was like on steroids and would like destroy <laughs> your soul? Pop culture reference. I mean, <laughs> right. yeah. yeah, we all know the Yeah, we can relate to that one. We did see, though, uh, so Parrish got knocked down the hall. Yes. Right? And then we see them follow these these footprints, these bloody footprints. The claws. The claws of the beast that end up turning into human footprints. But they shoes. turn into shoe prints. That's what I was yeah. like, that was interesting. so yeah. the shoes go the back shoes on his feet when he changes back? Apparently yeah. they do. Yeah. They yeah. Do. See, I mean, that's me, convenient. If it were me, You don't want to be buying new shoes every time you change. True. I mean... I would. I wouldn't buy new shoes. That would be how they track keep, them down. They I would just, just see who That's has an astronomical shoe bill, and then it's a mystery solved. <laughs> well, or you just oh look gosh. at the pattern. You know, I mean, there's only yeah. so many shoe patterns. Yeah. And then you, during class, you're checking under the desk. <laughs> I was checking pattern. out the shoe pattern, and what was obvious to me was it's like, well, it didn't look like a girl's shoe because it 
during this episode, Melissa McCall said it could be a she, which I liked because I never actually yeah. considered that. Hey, hey, Is hey. Girls have some big feet. <laughs> I have big guys. That could have easily been a girl, a woman. That's true. Yeah, and women can be beasts sometimes. Guys, am I right? <laughs> am I right, guys? <laughs> Calm down. Hey, everyone, you're outnumbered. Everyone can be beasts. Yes, Hey, big and shout out to Zach in the engineering room for the backup there. Thank you, Zach. Thanks, Zach. Wait, so, wait, so does this actually mean that they've already fought? Parrish and the Beast have fought or have seen each other face-to-face? Is that what we're getting? They had a rendezvous. They went out to lunch. It didn't work out. Well, yeah. isn't it, I mean, isn't it written that they're, they are destined to end up fighting each other? They're, yeah. like, mm-hmm. somewhat primally drawn to fighting each other? Yeah. But I mean, they were trying the, to prevent that because Parrish now knows who he is and the Beast does not know who they are yet. Mm-hmm. So they're probably like besties, and (laughs) oh, I hope not. So whoever the beast is doesn't know that they're the beast. Yeah, which means that which means they're they're blacking out. Yeah, you know they're 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 going off and leaving and doing stuff and coming Mm -hmm. back and waking up. But there, no one that we know of is going through these. He's having these symptoms, right? Well, mm-hmm. we've said we thought it could be Mason. Again, he wasn't there this episode, mm-hmm. so he mm-hmm. could we've, we've had some predictions in our comments that said it could be Argent, which, because of his mm-hmm. French lineage. So, I don't know, that was a prediction. And then um, Theo has never actually been around when the Beast is there as well. Somebody counteracted us and said that they he did. Because Theo did see the there. Beast, remember? Yeah. When he was confronting okay. the Dread well, Doctors. that prediction so. we're going to cross that out. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I still like, said it was a kid, too, so mm-hmm. that's why. It couldn't be Chris Argent. Yeah. I still think it could also be um, Brett Talbot, Cody St. News character. Because mm-hmm. he's still at the school. Yeah. Or, not ruling out Meredith, she went to the school. Let me see your shoes, Mary. Can we get some paint Yeah, we detest these shoe prints. Beast mode banshee is just a little too terrifying. I think it could happen. Yeah. Well, it could. I'm not. I. I don't know. The great thing about having actors here in the studio with us is that we can ask them questions they don't want to answer. Meredith, who do you think the beast is? Oh, every time they just squirm and cringe. Oh, I have all kinds of ideas. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, all right. You can plead the fifth. It's okay. Oh. We know. Let's talk about Doctor Valak. So, oh gosh, is I'm he upset. helping or is he hurting, guys? Tough love. Tough love. I mean, you, you know would what? know firsthand. <laughs> is this man a helper or is he hurting? Uh, well, now it seems just hurting. Honestly, yeah. Yeah. just a herder. <laughs> yeah, he is. Yeah. Say- he's 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 clearly doing something that's causing harm. But it, he's saying it's for the greater good. He's saying this is going to save possibly you and your friends. Does Dr. Valak know something that we all don't? Obviously he knows something, but a mm-hmm. part of me feels weird that he just had this mask that looks the a dread lot doctor like the Dread mask. Doctor yeah. mask. Yeah. Right. And I feel like he definitely has something to do with them, which well, makes me feel like he is completely evil. Slap it on the head of an innocent person when they're yeah. closing the door. We had to too. make that's sure it a, uh, that's, that's a big red flag. Yeah, and then all his human experimentation pictures, those were just absolutely gross, which we found out was not you, Meredith, in that one photo. Yes. The banshee. Yeah. And we never met. Yeah. Wow. Just gone too soon. Things are not good for the banshees. Like, no. don't <laughs> go to the hospital, don't that. go to the lake house, like, anywhere you go, it's yeah. not gonna work out. What are we doing with the Dread Doctor's mask? Is this gonna help us in the future? Or is this gonna hurt us? 
Man, no I, good can I, come I don't know what it. the deal is with the mask. It reminded me of uh, in Aliens, you know, alien that sucks yeah. onto your face. Yeah, face yes. sucker. So that means that's that's it's implying like a face that sucker yeah, from the, Saw. That the like, actual you... mask itself is some kind of supernatural thing that causes. Uh, someone to become a dread doctor or something like the like Jim Carrey's mask. Yeah. Or, like what, what's uh, what's the deal with the mask? I, I feel the like one in the chat. Let us know what, you, what they, they mentioned they did. it. Yeah. They mentioned it on the show. I think of what's the deal of the masks? It's because they change something in themselves. I don't remember exactly what. Please don't quote. Oh no, the, mm-hmm. words. But uh, but they did mention something that they can't breathe normally anymore. That they so they have mm. to have it on. That makes sense because they've like their bodies. They're they've preserved their bodies. Yeah. So that makes sense that they need it for breathing. But I'm just yeah. thinking, Doctor Valak's gonna yeah. put it on. Yeah, I think I don't he's know gonna what put it on a new mask that he just. Well, Maybe Stephanie Golding I mean, yeah. in the chat old thinks that it's a mask that's an isolation thing, and if Lydia screams in it, she can't harm people. Ooh, oh. that's that's thank you. I like Stephanie. the that's training mask idea. I mean, he is a uh, one to experiment, like right? a muzzle. So maybe he was just seeing what would happen. Mm. So that would mean that he is actually trying to help, but it just looks like it's completely evil. You know, if, if uh, one of those, like, one of those I feel like people the, are looking for the the goodness in yeah, all these evil characters. Theo, <laughs> Theo, no. Oh no, Doctor, I really no. Oh, I'm gonna wait call, till we get to that. Oh, let's take this call. Let's see what this caller thinks. Caller, what's your name? Where are you from? Uh, my name is Donna, and I'm from Alabama. Hi, Hi Donna. Hey, I'm from Alabama. Roll Tide. <laughs> Good day, Donna. Donna. What is the deal with this mask? And do you have a question for Maya? Yes, I do. Um, what are you most excited about for the upcoming season? Hmm. Mm. The current or or next season? Or next season, season six. No, for this season. For this season. season five, what am I most yeah. excited about? Well, probably seeing what happens when Lydia gets out. Yeah. That's. I think that's I'm my. Huh? I'm excited about that too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, especially you know, I've been so involved with this story, so I'm very curious at kind of like seeing if what I taught her would actually, yeah. you know, seeing how far those play. street moves gets her. Let's. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and how and what we talked about earlier, like would she kind of you know have a very significant role in the pack now? And she had one before too, but would she become even more powerful? And yeah. would she heal completely? Would she be you know? Would it cripple her? I'm just I'm very curious about that. Yes, and I am too. I want to see, I want to see Lydia kick some butt. In fact, I yeah. lost a bet earlier this season. I thought she was going to kick butt earlier than uh, than she did. So it's definitely. On its way, and we're excited. And he dressed about up it. as a werewolf, and it was awesome. Yeah. Donna <laughs> from Alabama, thank you so much for calling in. Thank you guys. Oh, Have a great amazing. night, Donna. Bye. Good night, Mike. Me too. <laughs> that's not Alabama. That's from that. Okay, right. I'm checking out the Start tweeting us. Okay, it's close. Moving. Yeah. Oh no! I didn't even know that sound existed. That's oh, too no. bad for you, Ryan. You know, it's <laughs> called the Ryan. He has it on deck, just ready. Oh, Let's boy. talk about Mama McCall. I loved her this Yay. episode. Mm. I just want to know why the monsters always go to the hospital and hunt down Mama I McCall. Know. Yeah. I feel like I do not want to be going to that hospital. If I get hurt anywhere, I'm like, can you just take me somewhere else? I feel like I'm going to be immediately evacuated. Something's going to kill me there. But did you notice that they were sending all of the patients to Hill Valley? 
which yeah. is from Back to the Future. I was like, oh, yeah. It's like, boom, Michael J. Fox times two. I love it. I love, I love like, that you know on, that. The I love this, Elena. That's not, all right. You have no, a great... <laughs> Yeah. You know, it's, you know, this is great. Michael, I don't know it. Michael J. Fox did play Teen Wolf. Yes, he was the original Teen Wolf. He was the original Teen Wolf. And he was in oh, Back to the Future. Circle. So it's Hill Valley. I loved it. Fun I was fact, like, I gotcha. Fun fact, none of this matters. <laughs> wow. Wait, no. Wait, no. I, no, I, love you. I, I really love that <laughs> reference. I don't think you guys should be shipped anymore. I think she's jumping off the ship. Shipwrecked. Don't jump off the ship. Yeah. A lot of the fans the plane, have been shipping Ryan and Elena. Oh. Which brings me to my next question for you, Maya. Okay. If there was one pair that you ship, could be two friends that are female, two friends that are male, or a couple in the show. Who's your favorite ship? The two people that you like them to be their their relationship on screen. Hmm. You could even ship Meredith and Lydia. That's become a thing this season. Yeah. That's true. That would be kind of cool. <laughs> yes. Kind of weird at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> just an option. Your arguments would be terrifying for all the neighbors. Oh it would just God. be glass <laughs> shattering <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Um, probably. Maybe it's a little weird. But I kind of want to see Styles and Lydia. Yeah, oh my gosh, Lydia! Yeah. And it kind of feels like maybe something is happening. Mm-hmm. I've been Maybe's Team so- Stidia since season one. Yeah, they yeah. are everything. Yeah, so I kind of want to see that again. But you're not alone. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Look at everyone in the chat. A- Stidia. Yeah, Stidia. <laughs> yes. Uh, so you're sending Stidia in the Maya S ship. <laughs> Yes. Excellent. I like it. Also, I like when Mama McCall said um, about, like, you know, the kid being inside the monster. And it seems like a lot of the monsters, there always seems to be a kid who doesn't know what they're doing inside Mm -hmm. of this evil. You know? I don't know when these monsters were wronged. But I think that's a cool way to kind of look at it, that the, the, the person inside this beast is just a kid who doesn't know what they're doing. I think that's kind of sweet. Yeah. That's going to suck if everyone's dead after, though. Yeah, I don't know. It's sweeter, <laughs> even more tragic. All right. Like, well, you're a nice kid, and oops, accidentally you killed all your buds. That's, that's not great. Well, what do you guys think? Do you guys think that whoever is doing this, like, when they find out this is them, are they going to be in complete shock and, like, be very upset? Are they going to try not to have these blackouts and turn Wouldn't into the you beast? Be? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, Parrish, every time he wakes up and realizes he the, he's the hellhound, he's just shaken up. So mm-hmm. I think he feels guilty, whoever the beast is. Do you think when the beast is killed, we get the kid back? No. Mm-hmm. I would think it's like any other where something that if they die, they die. That's going to be really so sad, too. especially yeah. if we don't find out who the kid is until the beast dies. Oh, and it's like Beauty and the Beast, and they turn back. They turn <laughs> oh, back. Yeah. Oh. But there was a sweet end to that. Yeah, that one, but then he got better. I don't hey, know if that's going to work out. We have that juju, goat mojo, voodoo juice in the big tubes. Help me out here. Okay. I was like, what are you wearing? Yeah, okay. The juju, yes. Yeah. All right. The juju, voodoo juice. Oh, my God. You know what I'm talking about. Don't even give me that. What I don't know. Guys, what is that thing? called? I don't know what it was. But I'm, you guys know what I mean, so it worked. I did. I, I did. <laughs> well, the, people have been brought back to the, from the dead before. Uh, death sometimes mm-hmm. is only be, the beginning for some characters out there. So, yeah. um, whoever it is, 
you know, they will. The beast will fall, but will the character that the beast is inhabiting be resurrected? Pet cemetery style. I hope so. Maybe. Pet I don't know. <laughs> Wait, we say pet cemetery style because when they they're awoke and they still seem like they're off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When they wake up, they're in some sort of weird trance where they're not completely in control. So I'm sure you know a lot about that. <laughs> about waking uh, up and not being completely in control? Yeah, well, the, the chimeras. Not the, the, your character. Did you guys you. go to college together? <laughs> oh my gosh! I, I just mean you read the scripts. You probably know if they're in some sort of state that's that's not the true form, not their true self. I think it depends. I think it depends who it is and how aware they are. And every character kind of has a different level of awareness. I think some mm-hmm. of them, like Parrish, for instance, when he wakes up, he's completely out of it. It's like, uh, like in that in this episode, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Hey, Aww. whoa, Parrish!" Um, so he's completely off. On the other hand, when um, in the first season, uh, when Scott just started, he eventually, you know, very quickly, mm-hmm. he started realizing, mm-hmm. "Oh, hold on." I I've, I did something. Something's happening to me. I know what's going on. So I think it really depends. The beast, I have a feeling they have no clue. And when they're going to wake up, they're going to be... Devastated. Yeah. yeah. Somewhere else. Yeah. Well, that was kind of um, mirrors, like, Tracy's story. Tracy, I think, heard quite a few people who's the chimera now, mm-hmm. and she blacked out and didn't realize and was pretty terrified when... I think she knows what she's doing now, though. It's no, it seems yeah, like she does, does <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah. What did you guys think about this whole plan? I mean, they were in body bags and everything. I'm, how... It was very elaborate, but mm. I loved... <laughs> I love the way that they set it up too, where they have like the very heist movie, like step by mm-hmm. step. Yep. Here's the flash of if it goes well, this is what it'll be like. <laughs> yeah. Aren't we badass? And then you're like, but you know, all that's gonna go wrong, right? Of yeah. course. I like that we were part of the plan and learning every step of it, though, because we don't always get to do that, yeah. and so it was cool. <laughs> and it, and I like that they were trying to, you know, cheer on Kira, and Malia yeah. wasn't as confident. Do you guys like that, Kira, Malia? Uh, bromance, or I don't know, what would it be if it was a woman? Uh, friendship. Uh, Romance? Friendship. Friendship. <laughs> 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 it's normal for women to be friends, so you don't have to There's romance it. Femship. Oh, yeah. Femship. Friendship. Friendship. I kind of like woship, guys, but <laughs> fine. Woship. That's so sad. Yeah. All right, Whoa. fine. Well, do you, let's just go back to it. you guys... Like the Malia. Oh, the Malia. Take it, I love it. Kira. What do you think, Courtney? I can't get over this right now. I know. Um, I think Uh, Kira and Malia were great together. They were on, like, kind of opposites in some areas, which kind of brings a little bit of a comedy to the whole scene. Mm -hmm. So I really love them together, as opposed to uh, Malia normally seeking out her mom to kill her. So it was a nice change of pace. I like how we got that little vice versa. Hey, your mom was going to leave you with the skinwalkers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. It was, it, I like that their relationship is growing. But yes, let's talk about the pack breaking in the Eichen house. And I don't know where we know Nelson from. He's in Eichen house, but he runs around naked. Wasn't he Malia? Well, maybe that was Malia's friend that um, it was. She was saying she knew someone on the inside. It yeah. definitely yeah. was. It seemed like that was a part uh, of the plan. Of course, okay. she would know the naked guy. The <laughs> naked guy who runs around. I love Who's also smoking hot? Yeah, in that's exactly what I was about yeah. to say. And of course, the crazy guy is like. 
so yeah, just rip because so everybody knows that the Zumba in Eichen House is like on point. <laughs> that's, that's his craziness. He just works out excessively, you know. Yeah, that's, that's what he does. That's why he was hospitalized. Yeah, twenty four hours. Yeah, and it's funny. Maybe he's it's a skinwalker. No, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> I like that though. Yeah. Skinwalker. Because <laughs> he's, he's naked. He's walking around. He's walking around. <laughs> So Kira, I wasn't sure yeah. that Kira was going to be able to cause the brownout because she never had a teacher like Meredith showing her the ways. <laughs> she just had Malia going, do it better. <laughs> do it better. That didn't help. Just I, I think her pep talk was a really good pep talk, though. Yeah. I mean, it kind of brought everything uh, together. I knew that that was probably going to work out, but I'm glad that they didn't, like, wrap up this whole Save Lydia thing in five minutes. So mm-hmm. yeah. that was one thing I was happy to see. And I, I liked it, too. I like that she didn't really contribute to the support circle that they had because, you know, she's kind of the rational one. Is like, I'm in the electrical room. Like, if she messes this up, <laughs> I'm screwed. I'm going to get fried here. Yeah, and, and I, I also like that when she did encourage her, it wasn't like, no, you could do it. You were amazing. It's like, listen, this is not about you. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. there's something bigger than you that you have to do right now. It was very real and very grounded, you yeah. know, instead of mm-hmm. just, like, hyping her up and, oh, yeah, you're amazing. Yeah. Okay, The, the fakest of the fakest. Yeah. <laughs> Malia's so good, because she's like, I don't have time for angst. Like, my mom's trying to kill me. Come on, guys. Fuck yeah. <laughs> one, <laughs> thing, one thing about this episode, I don't know how everyone else felt, but it was very much like the season opener, like the premiere. We literally yeah. got the season opener and, like, filled in the gaps. Mm-hmm. So I was happy that we finally got to see the ca- all of the cast together and... Doing like, their thing. Yeah, doing their thing. Yeah. Thing. thing. It was great to have like a focus, mm-hmm. to have something to root for, to have a mission. As a viewer, I like to see things play out. Um, mm-hmm. A very straightforward. This has been goal. this has been a, a crazy season. You know, it's, sometimes it's hard to keep up with all those different storylines. This one focused on one. It was really fun to watch. Yeah, I, um, I like that Scott finally got to hit Liam. Yeah. Oh my God, trying to kill him. Yeah. That was a great. Uh, Styles is just cheering him on. I wanted Styles to get to see. Him I too. originally yeah. thought he was gonna have to save his life, but I'm glad he got to beat him up. I, I think that's coming. I think the Liam saving will <laughs> be both. He still hasn't apologized. No, it's not have. too late. Oh, in the <laughs> chat they also said that a female it's friendship not. is a femship, which mm. I like a lot more than a bromance. I said or a friendship. I totally said friendship. I didn't hear it. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Sorry. Back Zero time. votes for the woe ship. Okay, guys. I'll remember that. I'm not with you. I, I booked what? your guest, just so you know that. What? Woe okay. ship sounds We'll see if so woe ship sad. carries it on does. to next week. It's like, it's like... Friendship. Let's keep it there. Okay. Let's okay. On. Let's talk about Theo. So Theo shows up with his pack. He's like, Theo. I don't need a plan. I'm just going to break everything down and throw people and kill people. <laughs> I know. I love the parallel between like the super articulated like <laughs> half an hour spin mm-hmm. on this is our plan versus we're just going to go in there and punch some people and be like, hey, give us this. Yeah. It, I mean, it was who, who was more successful? Let's be real. Yikes. To the point, I mean, without hurting people, like though, Theo isn't even looking for Lydia, though. It seems like it was a decoy just to get Parrish. Parrish. Oh, for sure. But and, I mean, who got but in is there? Is he even gonna like go for Lydia, or was that just all just, for Parrish? It seems like yeah, it was just a couple. Yeah, I feel like he doesn't even homes. care at this point. Well, the way he approached, uh, the way Theo approached Scott and Styles, you know, with that little. World War II reference of how did the Russians <laughs> beat the Germans? Well, they knew how to fight in the winter. They knew how to hold off, hold mm-hmm. out. So I think what he's, I think that was a, an allusion to what he's planning on doing, which is to kind of let 
you know, whoever's going to fight each other, fight each other, destroy each other, and just kind of hold off and wait for his yeah. right moment to strike. So he's he's kind of posturing himself for that. He's not trying to get into the thick of it right away, but wait until he can fight off the aftermath. See, Something like that? Yeah. That's that, what it seemed like to me. All right. I mean, that's yeah, the yeah. only thing. I only time I think he's actually making some smart moves. But I am waiting for him to put those talents. Oh, let's yeah. I want to know why did Ducalion tell Hayden the secret before he before let her go? She let him go. Yeah. Let him go. He's My like, I'll games. tell you a secret if you let me go. So maybe that's part <laughs> one of the secret. Part yeah. one of the secret. Yeah. I bet part two is he knows who they're for. I feel like, yeah, I feel like he's riddled with secrets at mm-hmm. this point. And he- and who else is tired of him acting like he's blind? We all know he's not blind. <laughs> like, come on. He, he's I like do. Daredevil. He can hear, he can hear the world. Who do he you guys hear, think? He can hear the talons on the drive. I just love who the do you guys think they're for, the talons? I don't know. I know what you know. Are they for you? Is that for you? You know what? I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. She really doesn't know. Yeah. She really doesn't. Do we believe her, though? Oh, there's yeah. suspicion. Let's bring in Dr. Valak, guys. We need some answers. <laughs> the, uh, so you, you mentioned that the Dread Doctors uh, made those talons happen for a reason, right? The mm-hmm. Dread Doctors are the ones who are trying to put together this this creature mm-hmm. to, uh, what is it, to defeat the beast and to rule... I mean, we never really got the whole Dread Doctor story, so that's still a piece that's that's missing. Whatever their project is that they're working on or that they have been working on, I think that's it's for that that mm-hmm. chimera or that um, the successful um, the successful chimera. chimera. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what okay. I think they're for. All right, I'll take that answer. <laughs> Let's talk about Natalie Martin being the legal guardian of Lydia, and finally, Stalinsky talks some sense into her. Yeah, About I mean she kind of put her there, but just saying. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> I was kind of upset she, she put her there, but I'm glad she her senses kicked in. But it was kind of too late. I kind of yeah. feel like why didn't the parents sit down earlier and be like, "Hey, look, just to let you know, <laughs> things have been crazy <laughs> for a while." Yeah. And uh, have you noticed how the hospital is always crazy? Yeah, me too. I'm there. Scott's mom. So you're saying like a supernatural parent-teacher yeah, conference. Like or something. Something. We need a WebEx. <laughs> Get a WebEx up in here. Go-to meeting. Um, well, do you guys think that Natalie will acknowledge the supernatural in her daughter being a banshee? She has to at some point. Come on. She's at Icon yeah. House. And they're probably going to bust out of that lockdown eventually. Yeah. When she sees her daughter with a hole in her head that matches all these pictures that were just given to her, I think she'll be like, yeah, all right. You guys are probably right. Well, she yeah. obviously knows about the supernatural because she says, I know how to survive in Beacon Hill. So there's a past there. We still haven't gotten the whole Banshee story about like the lake house. So... Mm-hmm. I'm hoping all that will. So come she's full pretty circle. much saying she's good at ignoring things around her. And just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh gosh. I think the parents are um, this season, especially playing a bigger and bigger role. You know, becoming more a part of the team, the supernatural mm-hmm. team, uh, with whatever the help they can give. Like Stalinsky was on point with. Well, you know, there's nothing we can do legally. <laughs> about this, you know, so like mm-hmm. he's, you know, him and the uh, the moms and dads of the, the group are um, are coming in to be kind of like uh, the the pack supporters. Oh, yeah, you know? like the pack, like they're the, anchors. Oh, 
I love <laughs> Melissa this episode, though, yeah. when she's talking to Liam. She's giving him the body bags, and she's like, <laughs> if you try to kill my son again, I'll put you in one of these myself. Best like, quote of mom. <laughs> Best quote of Mom support. Mama wolf. Well, I would now like to get into an AfterBuzz exclusive. <laughs> AfterBuzz TV exclusive. Interview <laughs> with Maya Eshet. Oh, right. Yay. I thought we were doing that already. We were talking about Teen Wolf. Now we're talking about you. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> what were your early influences on acting and how do they manifest in your work today? My early influence... Well, talking about parents, it was my parents. Uh, Mm. Both my parents are in the world of theater. Uh, My mom is a theater actress and now also a teacher. And my dad is a theater producer and director. Um, It's in your blood. Yeah, it's in my blood. uh, (laughs) Like, you can be born a werewolf, could you? I don't know. Sure. I was just born this, I guess. Uh, (laughs) uh, So, yeah, they were the earliest influences that I had I just uh they were kind of like my role models as as a child yeah and I'm very close to my parents and I um I was introduced to this world very early on and I loved it and I enjoyed doing it and I you know I just wanted to do it for the rest of my life so (laughs) oh that's cute I like your stories (laughs) like that um you know earlier we were before the show started we were um kind of joking around with the the, the wolf, the teen wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. And we find out that's what Matthew McConaughey does to prepare himself for, for scenes, right? Yeah. Is there anything that you do to prepare yourself for your scenes? Um, it really depends on the scene and, uh, you know, the style of the show or what's happening in the scene. I do some, sometimes I do some, like, uh, face warm-ups. Oh, can you, can you show oh us? Yeah. <laughs> They're really <laughs> ugly. Yeah, okay. I could. It's like I do some tongue exercises. So you do stuff like... We'll do them with the... Oh. 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 God, my tongue can <laughs> have, like, drool over. My tongue can't even go that so long. So that and, like... What else? I don't know. Like, this thing with my lips where you go around a circle. I'm doing them now, with you. what does this do? It just warms up your mouth, basically, and strengthen, strengthens um, the muscle. Now I can't even speak anymore. Now's the time for screenshots, <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, so it just warms up your mouth. So let's do the tongue one. I can't. <laughs> I can't do that. Yeah, well, well you got it. Oh. There's one like that that you have to lift the side muscles of the tongue, so it's like this. Oh, oh I can't do that. Whoa. Yeah. I can't do that. How do you do that? She's a bad kid. I'm a bad, as bad as me over here. With I feel like I'm just picking my nose with my tongue. It's not. Yeah, not gonna, am I an actor? Am I yet? doing it? So yeah, sometimes I do stuff like that. Um, obviously, memorize your lines. How do you, your body. How do you memorize lines? Because like when I was studying for tests, I just have to like keep repeating it, keep seeing yeah. it, keep re- looking at it. Is there any trick? Keep repeating it. Keep <laughs> looking at it. Um, sometimes I record them and then I listen to them. Um, mm-hmm. or I just read them a billion times, say them out loud a billion times, try to say them differently. Um, yeah, it's just that. It's really just repetition. And then what are some challenges you feel you've overcome as an actress? I mean, there's a lot mm-hmm. of people out there that would love to be in your shoes one day. Is there any advice you have for them? Um, 
Ooh, that's a very good question. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Things I've overcome. Well, I used to try to direct myself a lot. Hmm. Um, that was one of the things they told me in acting school. Um, they just they told me stop directing, stop it, just don't. And they even told me like because I like to be a good student, <laughs> and they're like, don't do your homework, don't prepare your character. Just at the next exercise, they did it with me, and I was like, what, what do wow. you mean? Just come and just do your scene, you know? And I was like, but, but what do you mean? Uh, I have such a, an idea of how the scene should go. And it really taught me to stop trying to look at it from the outside and say, this is what it should be. And instead, I just understand the character and where she comes from and then just experience the scene, knowing what's happening in the scene, but not trying to control what it would look like um, from the outside, basically. Wow. Sure. So getting out of your head. Yeah, pretty the, much. The unconscious actor. And into Lydia's head. Yeah, I think I succeeded. <laughs> we talked about did. the unconscious writer and the unconscious actor. So I feel like that goes um, into yeah. what you're saying as mm-hmm. well. Like yeah. That. We always like to ask, not always, but we, one of our favorite questions is, is there a, like a dream role? Of yours that you you've always pictured yourself God. or fascinated you know That's, fantasized about. I actually about. was going to ask that. There oh. are some people in the chat who are saying that they would love to see you on something like Vampire Diaries or the Originals. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I just auditioned for a witch the other day, Ooh. so that could happen. Um, but really, I always just I fell in love with acting because I could be anyone, and I always liked the challenge of like getting a. Per- you know, getting a character and bringing them to life and just doing someone that's different than me, that always would excited me. Instead of bringing it like, oh, how are they like me? What I usually do is like, oh, I'm going to try to be like them, like what I imagine them to be. And that's what excited me. So it didn't really matter, you know, who they were or as long as there's someone else mm-hmm. and they're different than me. They talk different. They look different. Their life is different. I I just want to do that. It doesn't really matter who it is or where they are and what world they're a part of. Yeah. So oh your dream God. role is anyone but you. <laughs> oh my God, that sounds so sad. No. I like being me. Ryan is silly. <laughs> no, you're a very, very sweet, nice person. It makes sense that you're attracted to playing like these scary, you know, like. Yeah, but crazy not even. People. It could be like a ditzy, you know, like. Like anything. Yeah, anything that's just. Just trying to get into a different mindset and a different physicality is always exciting for me. Um, so, yeah. No, I want to know. It. You were pretty darn scary when you came out of that tub as a banshee. Um, I want to know what your family and your significant others think when they see you doing these scary roles and they know you're so sweet. Oh, they love it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they love it. Um yeah, I mean, they just like, wow, this looks so awesome. This is so cool. Someone told me, like, I didn't know you could move like that. Was yeah. that, did you move like that? I'm like, yeah, that was me. I did that <laughs> on the floor. Wow. <laughs> wow. I hear your yeah. sister's a fan of Teen Wolf, too. Yes, she is. <laughs> Even before you were on the show. So. Yes. That was really nice. <laughs> that must be exciting for your family. For, yeah. And for, I, go ahead. No, no, I just want to say I felt so proud, you know. First, I felt really proud be, to be on the show, Aww. and then second that it you know it means something to someone that's very close to me it's like yeah definitely do they play the show in israel yeah they do nice very cool yeah for our last question i want to know what question do you get asked the most come on (laughs) what if it's that question it's what question it's that no um (laughs) 
I don't know. People don't really ask me a lot of questions. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've been, I, I've, a lot of people ask about my hair. Mm. A lot of people. Like, what ethnicity are you? Or, like, how did you, how come you have an afro? Um, <laughs> what? Yeah, a lot of people ask that. Like, how come you have an afro? Some <laughs> but people, why? Yeah, I'm like, well, my mom has it. <laughs> I got it from her. It's called genetics. Yeah. <laughs> but a lot of people ask that. Huh. Like, what about my hair? How did I make it like that? Or was I born like that? Or my ethnicity? And yeah, a lot of people are interested. Well, you wear it very well. Thank yes. you. Wear your yeah. genetics well. I always want to do this, though, like with my hair. Yeah. <laughs> but I can't. Tell me about <laughs> it. Anyway, do just you, do the Miley you know, and just like nothing. Oh, yeah. Can't do it do the tongue exercise at the same time and you're super Miley. Oh, just, God. Yeah. <laughs> I miss it. I hope they got that. I missed it. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for being sure. here with us to break down the episode. It was so great getting to know you. And now we're going to roll into predictions. Your After Buzz TV predictions. Ooh. And this is when you spoil everything for us. Yes. Okay, so <laughs> the show is going to end with Scott, no, I really don't know. <laughs> so Scott's involved uh, with the what, ending. What if you're writing the end? You can just oh say, my you God. can just write whatever. Obviously, it's not going to be. It's going to be so cheesy if I wrote the end. I feel like, like everyone's just like maturing and coming together, and you know, all love affairs are fulfilled, and uh, they all steady up. They killed all the bad guys. I like it. I'm going with your prediction. <laughs> I like it. It's not quite a prediction, but if I wrote it, that's what I think we all want, Stidia. So let's uh, yeah, be our <laughs> prediction. Yeah. Put all of our Team power Stidia. into Stidia. Stidia on three. Stidia Stidia. All right, guys. Excellent. Thanks so much for joining us again. You can follow me at Cinematic Escapes. Follow me at Ted Knows on Twitter, Instagram, all social media. You can follow me on Twitter at Elena Jordan, A-L-A-N-A-J-O-R-D-A-N, and on Instagram at That Elena Jordan Girl. That Elena Jordan Girl. I'm this Ryan Malady guy. You guys can find me at Ryan Malady, M-A-L-A-T-Y, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, and you can find our special guest at... Um you can tell her I my Twitter. Because she doesn't use it, but I looked it up. I'm it's awful at social media. Sorry, guys. Oh. It's at Maya Achette underscore hi. And I do have hi. an Instagram as well. And that is just at Maya Achette. Yay. Achette. There you go. <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning in. Download, rate, subscribe, and then have a good night. Bye. Oh. Oh. <laughs> From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. Oh. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.